Welcome to the Big Idea to Bestseller podcast, where we are turning your dream of writing a book into your reality. On this show, you'll learn how to write, publish, and launch a nonfiction book from the most elite professionals and entrepreneurs from around the world. I'm your host, Jake Kelfer, four-time bestselling author and founder of the Big Idea to Bestseller program, and I'm here to reveal the secrets of what it takes to write an incredible book to grow your business, become the go-to expert, and change the world. So whether you want more credibility, you want more coaching clients, you want to start a business, or you simply want to share a powerful message, this podcast was made for you. Let's go! I wrote and self-published four best-selling nonfiction books before I turned 30, and I want to share with you five quick lessons that I've learned by doing this. Now, I want to also mention that not only have I done this and these are lessons I've learned, but these are lessons that we give to other people to help them write their own books in record timing and producing record results. And so the first lesson, I told you this to be quick. The first lesson, we're jumping straight into it. The first lesson is writing a book doesn't have to take years. When I was growing up, I always had this thought that once I was successful, once I had made it, once I had made the money, once I had achieved a certain amount of success, only then could I write book. Uh, and the reason for that was because I needed to wait till I had something to say. I needed to wait till I had time so that I could just only focus on writing a book. But the truth is, after writing these four books, I've realized that writing a book doesn't have to take years. Writing a book doesn't have to stop you from being a present family member. It doesn't have to stop you from being a great partner to your significant other. Writing a book doesn't have to stop you or take you out of the day-to-day of running your business. And as a matter of fact, I wrote my first book within six months. I wrote my second book while traveling the world running two different businesses. I wrote my third book after changing my entire business model and during the pandemic. And I wrote my fourth book in 17 days and launched within 87 days. So the reason I want to start here is that the, the one of the lessons I've learned is that writing a really great book, shit, writing and producing and launching a really, really great nonfiction book, it doesn't have to take years. All right. Part of this is dependent on your writing speed, the content that you have, the the, the coach, the team that you're working with, the, the, the groups that you're getting support from. Like it doesn't have to take years. And I've realized that for myself and I've seen bunch and bunch of our clients get books done, writing them in less than 30 days and launching them within four to six months. Okay. Quick lesson number two is you don't have to be the best writer. I've learned this. One of my biggest insecurities when I launched my first book was that I'm not a writer. I, I didn't believe I was a writer. I didn't believe my writing was good. And, and what I've learned after writing these four books is you don't have to be the best writer to have a really great or really successful book. And as a matter of fact, what I've really realized is that when people are looking for nonfiction books these days, and people tell me this all the time is they don't really care how well written it is per se, as long as there's not a bunch of mistakes, of course. But what they're really looking for is, does this speak to me? Can I relate to this person? Does it feel like this person understands me? And so I really want to stress this. And this is a lesson that I've learned, which really helps me with the imposter syndrome or really helps me understand, like, I don't have to be the best writer because People want what I have to share. They want the knowledge. And is it actually going to help them? And so the other thing I want to share is I don't have to be the best writer because you can hire your team. Okay. You can hire a, a writing coach. You can hire a editor. You can hire a formatter. Okay. You can hire uh, all different types of people at all different phases of, of your book to, to, to help improve your writing. 
All right. And so I think this is something that's that's a huge lesson that I've learned. And another thing that I've heard, and this is a phrase that I love to use, um, is you don't have to have the best written book. Okay. It's called the best selling book for a reason. All right. And so I think that that's, that's a huge thing that, that helped me take a breath is that you don't have to have the best written book to be a bestseller. Okay. And I will tell you this and then we'll wrap up this one is I'm still not the best writer. I don't plan on being the best writer. Of course I get better because I practice my writing with all these books, but at the end of the day, I'm not the best writer. I don't plan to be the best writer. What I plan to be is someone who can deliver a message through the form of a book to help somebody get a result based on my knowledge and my stories. And that's what I want you to take away from this. That is the key of this lesson. Lesson number three is your story matters. Okay. Your story matters. And, and, and it took me a while to understand how, how pivotal this really was. But the truth is you're probably writing a book that has competitors, which is great. That means people are already buying these types of books. You have people that are legends in your niche and they probably have books. Amazing. But your story matters and it matters not only for you and it, but it matters for the audience. And here's, and here's why nobody has your experiences. Nobody has your story. Nobody's gone through what you've gone through from your lens. And there are always people going through things that need a different perspective. And so your story matters to a reader because it can give them results. It can help them feel that they're not alone. It can give them a new perspective and it can give them somebody who can be a role model for them. All right. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I had a a thought that who cares about my story? Like I probably shouldn't include my stories in my books because I haven't done enough or I'm I'm not a leading thought leader. But, but the truth is after I've realized this, because every one of my books is different stories. And people pinpoint different stories and they're like, oh my gosh, Jake, I heard this from XYZ, but when you said it, it finally clicked, right? Your story matters. And then your story matters to you, okay? Because one, once you share your story in the form of a book, you have more confidence. Two, you sharing your story allows you to be vulnerable and get real and and that can be healing. And and three, sharing your story, your story matters. and, And this is a huge accomplishment. To have the courage, to have the guts to put this in a book and, and, and let it out. All right. So your story matters. That's quick lesson number three. Quick lesson number four is people want to support you. Okay. When you write a book, people come out of the woodwork to support you. Because here's the thing in society, we view people that have written books as a massive thing. We see writing a book as this huge, huge, huge thing. And I'll tell you what, it is. But the craziest thing about this is the minute you become an author, people look at you differently. When I meet somebody new and I tell them that I'm an author, every time their eyes light up, they're like, whoa, right? And especially, especially if you're going to write a book that's in a market outside of like entrepreneurship where it's a little bit more common, but let's say you're writing a book on how to, how to fish, you know, in, in certain regions of the world, that book you can become a thought leader on that. And when people, when you say, oh, you wrote that book, they'll be like, I've heard of that book. Or they'll be like, wait, you have a book? That's unbelievable. You're perceived in a completely different way. And so people want to support you. One, because people believe and know how hard it is to actually get this done. Okay. A lot of people want to write books. Few people do. So people see your work and they're like, you know what? I want to support you. But also people that you haven't talked to in a while, people that 
maybe you went to high school with, people that you went to college with, people that were at your first job, they're going to come out and be like, wow, hey, this guy that I knew wrote his first book. How sick is that? How cool is that? And so people want to support you. And every time I have an author, I work with an author to help them release their book. They're like, I can't believe the support I got. People that I haven't talked to in a decade came out to my launch party. People that I haven't talked to since my childhood bought my book and are, and are telling me that they've been following my journey. It's a huge, huge, huge thing. And that's it. That's a lesson that I've learned is that people want to support you and writing a book gives them a way to really support you and see what you've been up to and see what you're all about. And then the best part is they can refer you from there, whether or not they're the right fit for you. Okay. And then the last thing, and this is probably one of the biggest lessons that, that I've learned because it was one of the biggest question marks that I had early on in my process, which is my, the lesson that I've learned is that the majority of revenue from my book doesn't actually come from my book sales. It comes from what else I have to offer. Now, this is one of those things that is incredibly, incredibly provocative. And the reason I say that is because I hear people all the time. I want to write a book. And once I write a book, it's just going to sell forever. It's completely passive income. But the truth is one, if you don't talk about your book, once it out, people aren't going to hear about your book. If they don't hear about your book, they're not going to be able to buy your book Two, Just because you've published a book doesn't mean it's going to stay on the front page of Amazon forever. Okay. People are going to have to figure out a way to get it. People are going to have to figure out a way to talk about it. All right. And three is like, when you look at the studies, the average person who writes a nonfiction book sells 200, 250, 300 copies of their book. Okay. And you're not going to make a crazy amount of money off that. Now that's for the majority. There are some people where book sales is their number one revenue channel. And that's amazing. I call that book sale money very nice. All right. I call it Borat money um, because it's very nice. But my, my, my whole thing with this is that for me, the lesson that I've learned is that book sales, the money that I make from book sales every month from Amazon is bonus. I can use that money to reinvest in marketing my book. I can use that money for a fancy dinner for me and my girlfriend. I can use that money for whatever I want, right? And of course, I can save some and, and do whatever I want with that money, right? You have that choice. And also, it depends on how much it is, right? Some people are going to make thousands and thousands of dollars every single month from your book. That'd be sweet. Some people are going to make hundreds of dollars. Some people are going to make a few dollars. It depends on your strategy. But the lesson that I've learned for me is that book sales isn't my number one revenue channel from my book. The other ways that I've made revenue from my book is through coaching clients. I've had people read my book and then pay me $20,000 to coach them. I've had people read my book and then hire me to speak for thousands of dollars. I've had people read my book, hire me to speak, and then I sell a thousand copies of my book at the speaking event. I've turned books into courses. I created a live event based on my book. And for me, okay, and these are lessons that I've learned is that for me, book sales isn't my number one revenue channel. It's a great bonus, but the truth for me is I give away my book more times than I try to sell it because I know what the, 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 the business of books really produces for me. And so these are five lessons that I've learned after writing four bestsellers before 30 years old and by helping dozens and dozens of other people do the same thing for them. So I hope that like, one of these five lessons kind of 
hit the switch for you and maybe that that's inspiring you to take the next step well if it is guess what don't buy my book grab a free copy of my book and and learn it it's called big idea to bestseller and read through that but these are some of the things to to think about that will help you move faster in your book writing process give you more confidence to to go after your book dream and ultimately to just make it happen so get after it and let's go Thank you so much for listening to the Big Idea to Bestseller podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're ready to get started writing your dream book to grow your business and make an impact, then go ahead and go to bigideatobestseller.com. That's www.bigideatobestseller.com. You can get some free resources. You can grab a free copy of my book, Big Idea to Bestseller. And you can check out everything that we have to help you get started absolutely for free. Together, we're changing the world one book at a time. I'll see you on the next one. Let's go!